So, <laughs> I, I don't know. What to, I don't really know what to do with that. Like that's, it, I know the. And what's this guy got? <laughs> oh my God! A nineteen. Get the fuck out of my face, you little fucking bitch! Oh, I'm fucking out of here. Out of here. I'm gonna catch that motherfucker slipping in the street. Hang on, I gotta clip that. It's coming up. Oh, I'm fucking. Oh, I'm just gonna come over here and just fucking stare at this dude. I'm gonna fucking stare at this. Yeah. Happy, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I'm definitely a mother lover myself. So let me tell you, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. What's going on, man? What's going on? How to? I think I already have a parachute. Oh no. What? Oh, is that somebody? Is that a player? That's a player. Ah! <laughs> That's what happens, bro. Hey, fuck around and find out, dude. He found out. <clears throat> Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Stole the words right out for me. Yeah, um, rabbits and, and, um... Fuck all these motherless fucks. Fuck me too. The first thing is, who, who, who are you guys? What is Blaze Online? Gad. Gad? Alright, so, um, who are we? Did you we? say Gad? Did you say, did you say, <laughs> Gad? Hey, hey. Oh, 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 uh oh, Jay. <laughs> this is what we say when we talk about Skype. Jay. Yeah, there it goes. Oh, Jay, yeah. Jay, you, 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 you broke up for a second. Original guy who did the voice. Right. So you know you already have a target on your head. Two, you mm -hmm. look like a fuck boy. <laughs> you know, and he's over here playing <clears throat> the game that he's hired. Look That's at badass. this. <laughs> oh, it's fucking on, dude. Yeah, you should definitely go over to the casino. Nah, we're gonna do it right here. <laughs> oh! Oh! Shit! <laughs> you got another shot? I just got an achievement for that. <laughs> this guy's running. Man, oh man. That was just a little preview of the bigger picture of what you guys are going to see very, very, very soon. But, woo, what a year, baby. Here we go. There we go. There we go. I think you still got the, uh, the share screen on, brother. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Oh, man, my, my, my favorite part of that whole scenario is... These motherless fucks. Those motherless fucks. And, yeah. and, and fuck me too. <laughs>
I've got I've got such a trash mouth, dude. Like it's ridiculous, dude. Oh man, you know, looking, you know, um, my wife and I, she's been helping me with the compilation, and it's just going back and seeing some of these things, and and the there, there was just some hilarious parts, and you're just like, oh my god, did that really happen? And I don't like it. it, it I don't remember yeah. it. It's it's funny shit, man. It's well, when you do, when you do something literally every week for fifty two weeks, you know a lot of stuff is going to kind of fall by the wayside eventually. You know, it, it's hard to remember every day of the last year, let alone like one day a week. Every you know every week of the last year, and it really goes to show like the the passage the passage of time and and how it it, it kind of uh, it's a very internalized you know thing when uh, it's only been a year, and so. I guess as adults, it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but then you go back and you see a couple of hours of time one, once a week for an entire year, you really do see kind of the passage of time, yeah. you know, and you and, see all the stuff that kind of just gets lost in the fog of our brains. You know what I mean? It, and it's so cool. Cause we've, we have spoken about so many things, so many things, you know, and there was so many things that happened in between the year. Oh God, yes! Like one of the God. like one of the craziest things that happened last year was Doctor Disrespect got banned on Twitch. We were in the tell middle. me tell me about that because I I was reading up on him after you mentioned him you mentioned him several weeks ago and I kind of I didn't do a deep dive but I kind of looked into some of his stuff and like I've said before I I can definitely see his appeal you know might might not be entirely up my alley yeah but he is kind of but he is kind of fun to watch I don't know if he's a guy I would really subscribe to. But he's fun. But he is fun to watch. I, and what 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 was the whole thing that happened with? Because you said he started as he started as like a rated R streamer, and then he went oh, yeah. over and kind of toned so, kind of toned down content. So what well, happened? He's always been he's always been pushing the edge. And it's funny that you say that. You know, happy one happy one year. There you red, go. So I've red red white and blue. Holy shit! Red white blue. It's a, it's cherry limeade flavor uh, rip it. So I'm kind of breaking I'm breaking my diet here. Oh my uh, god! This morning happened this, so but happy one year. Cherry limeade, folks. Cherry limeade, folks. And I we have did not, we did not have this flavor downrange, by the way. So I'm I'm I've been enjoying the cherry limeade rippets lately because you know we're we gonna, did... we're gonna have to start making you do some rippet reviews. Yeah, there's a dude. There's a shitload. The 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 Dollar General store that I have here, they have the power, which is the red. They have the citrus, which is the zero sugar, zero calorie, uh, yellow. Citrus, and then they, citrus, and then they have, and then they have the the cherry limeade, paid you know super patriotic tribute cans. I never, but there's I like, like that. there's like ten different flavors. Like there's a grape one that we had downrange. It's the purple can. We had the grape one, but there's like ten different flavors that like I've never even tried from Rip It. You know, so yeah, I need to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like ask Rip It for for like to send me a box or something. So I'm telling you, man. So yeah, and it's funny that you say that. He's entertaining to watch, but you don't necessarily see yourself sitting there. Right, right. My wife, she couldn't stand the guy. You know, okay. the guy's doing, he's doing one of these, and he's always, you know, pink. You know, he's always screaming and shit like that, you know. But he's entertaining, you know. He does these things that are just entertaining. And so, between him, Shroud, and Ninja, they were... They were literally, you could, I guess you could call it a monopoly in in, okay. in gaming because those three were literally taking over the streaming platform at that time. And okay. 
Mixer came out. And if you guys don't remember what happened with Mixer, give yourselves a big history lesson. Um, but I'll tell you real quick. Mixer got shut down because of allegations of workplace abuse and racism in in the offices. We, Jesus. Yeah, and we cut we and this was something that we broke probably in our first or second episode, which is okay. which is also very interesting because all this happened at the same time. And during a convention, Dr. Disrespect was filming and his producer followed him inside of a bathroom. Okay. With the camera recording, live streaming. Now okay. the, the the biggest problem was there was a child in there and the child oh. yes and you already know like the same thing with youtube and you don't know, mess around with that that's right yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah. If, you know if if it if, if if it's not someone that that you don't have permission to film especially if it's a child it's a big no no that's a big no no that's a big no no yeah so he this whole big thing he got banned the first time and his producer got fired okay the the whole soul thing went straight to the producer it, it technically it is his fault you know he's, right. the, he's the, the the producer's job is to make sure that he knows the limits and 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 the ground to to stop and filming you know it doesn't doesn't cross them basically yes exactly like like me i'm here to make sure that the line isn't crossed i'm here to make sure that everything goes the way it's supposed to and this producer made the mistake of continue filming inside the bathroom okay and easy fix okay. he got fired Right. Which, there's actually a very funny compilation of Dr. Disrespect firing Alex several times on his streams. <laughs> which, it, 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 it's, it's, it's hilarious. So, apparently there was a rumor going around that Dr. Disrespect and other streamers were working with Google to create a new streaming platform. Okay. And that this, now, this is just a rumor that just broke about a month ago. Okay. And that he reached out to other streamers, and one of those streamers turned back to Twitch and was just like, hey, these guys are doing this, da-da-da-da-da, and that apparently led to the permanent ban of Dr. Disrespect. Interesting. Yeah. So it, and it, so, basically, so basically adult, adult drama is, is what I'm hearing. Adult drama. Although, although... To the, I guess to the, not really to the credit of, but maybe maybe to play devil's advocate for Dr. Disrespect, when you get, you know, when you're making a, li a, li a living, making a livelihood off of your, I guess your shtick, you know, being Dr. Disrespect and, and streaming your, your gameplay and whatever, and you're making whatever, whatever, whatever platform you're on, you're making that platform money as well. We're talking, we're talking eight figures. Yeah, like, and, and, and you get banned, you know what I mean? Like, it, there is something to be said for... Okay, well, what do you expect me to do now then? You know, you you guys you guys gave me a temporary ban for making a mistake. Got you, you know. But if I can't if I can't mend fences and if that if that bridge is burned, what do you expect me to do? Like I'm gonna go somewhere else and ply my wares somewhere else, basically. And so and there's you two know, sides too, because like you have like me. Sometimes you have that businessman mind, and you're like, okay, maybe we can actually have some competition out here. Mixer's sure. gone. Right. Facebook is not that much of a competition, to be honest with you. No, it's not. You know, because no, there's, there, there's, there's constant censoring on there, you know. Well, and that's, <laughs> and that's exactly why we allow, uh, on the DD214 gaming page, it's, a, it's why we allow people to stream and share their streams once a day. Every single one of our members can share one stream a day. Yep. You know, um, and we, and we, we, we don't really 
ask 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 anything more than don't don't do it more than once a day. But that's exactly why we allow people to do it because where else are they where else are they going to put their stuff out there? You know what I mean? Like where where else are they going to get where else are they going to get themselves out there? Exactly. You know, and mixer, and like and mixer was that, right? Right. Mixer was that. And mixer, and mixer doesn't exist anymore. And so I, and I have to tell you, when I was on mixer. I would play Fallout 76, and I would have 15 to 30 people watching every time I streamed. Right. Right. It was interactive. You can literally... There's a button that they have on... That they had on Mixer. Where uh -huh. if you were watching me, Jay, you can click uh, Use Controller, and you can control my gameplay while I go take a piss from... No way. Yeah. From your seat while you're watching me. That's intense. You know that that's that sounds really cool. Actually, you know, that they, sounds really cool. They also they also had co-streaming, which you can only co-stream on Twitch if you're a partner. You know what? What does what does being a partner entail? What does that mean? Uh, like five thousand followers, a thousand. Oh, concur yeah, it, 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 it's it's so so it's basically a video game. Like you gotta unlock achievements just to get the yeah, good yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Well, so, fuck so, you. So all in all, you, you know. know so again that's the one side you know you want to see you want to see the competition you want to see other people strive to do better you want to see other people do absolutely you know well well hold on john you want to see other people succeed if you're altruistic like you and me right i think there's that's a lot true. of people out, i think there's a lot of people out there that are definitely not um, not as uh, open minded about uh, sharing success you know as, as other <laughs> yeah that's true that's <laughs> true and, and and that's where it leads to my next point where you know if you're if you're in a situation like like Gina Carano did with Disney, if right. you're working for Twitch, you can't speak or do anything other than what their terms are because that's the umbrella that you fell under and that's what you signed yeah. up for. And we have co we have covered th those bases many many times on this podcast as far as you know you in in in, in today's modern world you know you don't necessarily you don't necessarily have you know, the, the, the ultimate freedom of speech, because if, if you're part of a platform, if you're part of a social media site and you violate their terms of service, you know, like you're using, you're using them, which falls under a corporation or a company. All they have to do is ban you and you're done. You know what I mean? And to be honest with I mean, you, there's been a lot of like, scandal going on with Twitch within the last three weeks. I wouldn't right. be surprised within the next 10 years that Twitch is gone. Well, and I'll, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, you know, we, we live in an era, you know, and, and not to get not to get too political, you know, uh, for, for either for either, you know, either of the two uh, yeah. opposing sides in our country. But I mean, we do live in an era where it was literally just literally this year, the president of the United States was banned from Twitter. You know, yeah. so we're talking like that's the era. That's the era we live in right now, where basically like the president of the United States was banned from a social media site. I'm not going to get into the the uh deep in the weeds on how that how that occurred or why yep. but it, but the but the but the fact that it happened period is kind of a big statement you know what i mean like absolutely it, 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 it we're like we're, when when the president of the united states can no longer use a social media site you know for better or worse i'm not gonna not gonna go there but yeah. <laughs> but but the, but the fact remains a social media platform banned the president well actually multiple social media platforms but the big one obviously that everybody knows he was famous for using you know, um, the fact that he was banned from there, while still while still serving in office, is a big big deal. Like it, it was kind of a watershed moment in social media history, which I think 
historians will probably look back on and say like that was kind of a watershed moment like the company the corporation has that much power yep to deny to deny the president of the United States a a platform to 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 speak you know in essence basically that's yep. a big it's a big deal hey did you did you tell me that you you let your family watch watch the uh, watch our podcast and, and they liked it a lot. Can you, can you tell me that. Yeah, yeah. So so I showed tell them. About, I showed. Tell, tell me about your week. So the week was actually, actually, it was a pretty. It was a, you know, oh my god. You know how do I start this off? It was Prime Day at, at work. You know, okay. and so if you, if you work in retail. And and you're still working in retail after this week. I applaud you, because <laughs> you know if if your if your retail supplier was was price matching, then then oh, then, okay. then you you're fucked because it was three straight days of rugs, giant refri- giant mini refrigerators, and pounds upon pounds upon pounds of clothes. Right. It, it it was it was it was interesting, but you know, uh, Thursday had the day off, relaxed, clean, was getting ready for the family to come by, and um, yeah, you know, we oh. <laughs> special guest star, <laughs> special you're, guest star, the princess. Hey, you're supposed to be pulling security. <laughs> thought you had our six you're, you're supposed thought to be pulling security six. baby it means guard the door <laughs> uh where was i but, no but yeah, you know so so we so we get everything for the barbecue for yesterday's barbecue ready on thursday we'll get all the meat and stuff like that we're like yeah we're gonna do it we get the grill i put the grill together yesterday Oh, you should you should definitely put up those pictures if you can. <laughs> um, um, those those were amazing, dude. Those pictures were amazing. <laughs> Let me see if I can keep, pull it keep, up. Keep, keep can you can you can talk while you do it? Yeah. <laughs> so <it's... laughs> so I put you know we put together the grill and everyone's coming. We're like, yeah, we got the meat. We're all excited and we bring the grill downstairs. And um, oh, here it is. So this is the the before. I hope you guys can see that. Yeah, so this is the before. The the grill was literally hanging on its literal last leg. Literal. Look at that. And I'm not I'm not seeing it on the uh oh yeah, there it is. You you got it. You got it. <laughs> Yep. So the grill, for some odd reason, and and it was perfectly fine when we put it together. There was nothing wrong with it. You know, there, <laughs> there, were, there was not even a speck of of weight on it, and it was fa- it was falling apart. So th- th- this is what was going on. So then, I was literally like losing my mind, and I'm just like, okay, what what do we do here? What like what is gonna happen here? So then my aunt comes down, and my aunt who's been here, who's who's here from Puerto Rico. Did right. that. Now that, my friends, is Puerto Rican ingenuity. That that is how it's done. And 
it, it took it took several it took several tries to kind of concoct this idea together, but it works. Oh it yeah, works, you know. Oh yeah, the, the the job was done. You know, we we we. Ooh, wait, guys are not supposed to see that. Oh, and I'm hitting I'm hitting the lock button instead of the remove button. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Oops. You know, but we did the barbecue. It, man, I had some of the best burgers yesterday. You know, but but it was great, man. I haven't seen my family. This is the first time seeing my family in a long time, especially during like after the the whole coronavirus thing has has transpired and everything is starting to open up and be, you know, America again. Right. You know. Right. But it was it was a good weekend. You know, the only thing that I I couldn't stop thinking about is we're here. We, we made it a year, man. How, how was made, your How was your week, man? Uh, my week was okay. It start started started a little wobbly, um, and then kind of, I got I got kind of into my groove, and you know, um, I got I kind of got down on myself at the beginning of the week, and then I had a long me, me and my me and my girlfriend, um, my my beautiful beautiful girlfriend, like this woman, like this woman is so astute at like pulling me out of the darkness sometimes. But uh, we had a long talk, and so over the course of the middle middle of the week, going in towards the end of the week, uh, I started pull pulling my head out of my ass basically, and I started getting a lot of shit done. So I, I got I completed a lot of things this week that uh, needed to be done for my out processing uh, of the army. I'm trying to get a lot of this stuff done now because I'm going to be visiting her uh, later this week. So I'm going I'm going to Kansas City later this week. And I wanted to get I wanted to get a lot of this stuff done. And tomorrow, so yesterday, you're already aware of this, obviously, John. But for the viewers, yesterday, I pulled all of my military gear out from, you know, the last six years I've been at Fort Carson and the last eleven years of my career, whatever I've got left from the very beginning, even. And I basically had to start sorting through all my gear. And thankfully, for all the things in my life that I'm not very organized with. Ever since I've been in the army, I was always good at keeping my gear in one place. All the bags were together, all the tote boxes were together. I've got gear from Fort that was issued to me at Fort freaking Leonard Wood uh, like 11 years ago, 11 and a half years ago, literally. So there's literally and, layers of memories and dirt and Oh yeah. I found I found a I found a uniform from this it would have been my second time, so that would have been 2013. I found a uniform, an old AC. A, uh, it's called the camouflage pattern is UCP. It's the old the grays, the, the, yeah. the dig, yep. digital camo, the, the grays. And uh, I found a uniform that I wore on my second deployment, or my second not deployment, my second uh, tryout for special forces. And the reason I knew it was a uniform I wore for that tryout is because you have to stitch uh, engineer tape on several places on the top and the bottom, oh, the, the, the top oh. and the pants. With engineer tape and then when you when you get to selection you get your roster number and my roster number was for that second time was 49 and so you write you write in black sharpie four four nine in sharpie on every single piece of engineer tape so the the cadre the green beret cadre those are two well they well they well if, if, if you make a mistake if you do something good whatever they write down roster 49 did this roster 49 did that whatever right i have one of those uniforms now like in my bag, I found. I, I showed you a picture yesterday. I found my yeah. the first pair, the first pair of pants. I I like my 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 first pair of deployment pants that I literally wore out. Like 
The ass is blown out. The pockets are all blown out. Dude, they they, the, uh, they looked ravaged. Oh, dude, they the uh, the cargo pockets both have holes in them from where I carried extra magazines for so long in them. So they got the the magazines slowly tore through them as I'd wear them, uh, doing doing work and rolling around on the ground, you know, underneath vehicles. That's an interesting extra- thing about the about the pants too. Yeah, Old. they've got those pants have history, dude. Like they're they're old and uh, and yeah, a, a lot a lot of memories. But the 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 reason I, I was going through all my gear is because tomorrow morning at eight thirty, I have an appointment. I have an appointment to turn in my gear, and that is a big moment for anybody that's been in the military. It's a big moment when, whether you're changing duty stations and just you know you're staying in and you're changing duty stations, you have to turn in gear at your current duty station before you go to your next one. For those of us that are getting ready to get out of the military completely, you have to turn in your gear for the last time, and this will be the last time I have to turn in gear. So I'm getting my gear ready. I have I've got canteens on my on my counter over here. Better. Oh, dude, uh, I, I wish I could share this picture with you. I poured out, I, for whatever reason, a couple of these canteens still, like, I'm talking years, years they have been, they've been inside, you know, just a duffel bag or a tote box, because I don't, we don't use canteens really in the army, right? But every once in a blue moon. And I, one, uh, like, two of these canteens had a, a, a minute amount of water still in them. I poured it out, dude, and it was like orange colored, like orange piss colored. And I was like, I got a strong Ooh. stomach. I got a strong stomach, dude. And when I poured that shit out, I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> like, oh my god. Like, I'm assu- I'm assuming I poured uh, orange, um, some of that orange like uh, drink mix. And I- I'm I'm praying to God because, oh my god. Like when that when it came out that color, dude. I was like, oh my god. Like I was like, go gross, dude. Gross. Like, and I got a- I got a strong stomach, dude. And I was just like, oh. Like, Dear whoa, God, what is going on here? So, what is yeah. what would be your best advice for those who are getting out right now, um, to getting their gear together, especially especially with those who have years of gear like you do? So, you, I, I sent you a couple of pictures yesterday. And, I mean, you can even put them up if you want. I don't, I don't care if you if you put put if you can put up that picture of uh, the one where I have everything laid out. Oh, so that's too easy. Yeah, you're in. You're in your. You're in your. You're in your military mode, you know, whatever, whatever branch, whatever branch you're in, uh, you have to do layouts. They want you to do layouts. Your, your, your NCOs, when you're private or whatever, they make you do layouts. So remember how to do layouts. And so what I did was I dumped everything out and I started sorting it. I know that the army's not taking back my uniforms. So I, all my uniforms went to the side, all of my, um, under undershirts, all of my, um, the warm weather stuff that goes on your body. They're not take, they don't take any of that back. So I put all that crap to the side in a big giant pile of clothes, you know, just to get it out of the way. All the stuff that I knew I was having to keep uh, to turn in, I put that in another pile. And I separated those piles from clothing and gear. And then once all that was done, I put out my, my rain poncho on the, on the floor. And I started, like, setting stuff out row by row by row. And then, and then once that was done... Uh, once again, my my beautiful my beautiful gr- my beautiful girlfriend, my woman Nikki, uh, she came to the rescue. I I sent her a PDF of my clothing record, and then we went through it line by line. She's like, "Do you have this?" And I was like, uh, "What's the last four of the NSN?" So I start checking tags, like you know two three five five eight. Got it. Two, you know she put a check mark next to it, and then we went down gear you know gear item by gear item of me having her. Oh, those are my. Are those my pants? Yep. These are the, <laughs> so these are the pants right here. Yeah. 
tell yeah, I tell the you know so yeah, those, so so the, I, I'm these I, these got to be the magazine holes right here. No, that's no, that's the front. That's the front. The magazine holes is the uh, third picture. So the that's where the that's that's on the front. That's on the that's the front of the pants. The the uh, there's another picture where you can oh, see how bad the oh, there's the that's back. The front. That, no, that's not the back. That's the front. Oh, you're, oh. you're like yeah, you're a second delayed, so it'll. Bad, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. But yeah, you can see, your dude, your ass is blown out. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to. I had to finally start. I had to finally stop wearing them because I couldn't like. Yeah, they were. I wore those. I wore those pants, and and I did. I did. I was able to wash them a few times. So don't don't think I wore like dirty pants. But <laughs> I wore those pants probably. I want to save the first like almost four months straight. Yep, and there's, every day. Yep, and there's your gear. I, was, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. We didn't always. We didn't know when we were going to get stuff, and we had a we had a we had a hard time. We had a hard time getting mail when we first got there. So I didn't want to wear too many uniforms because you only have a you only have yeah. like a few sets. So I wore the same. I wore the same set of uniforms like every fucking day. Yeah. Because I because I wanted to make sure that I had other uniforms. For later, and, and if I need, and also light, probably lighten the load too sometimes too, because yeah, the end, you're you're still carrying all that stuff with you physically. You know, you you have yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we 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 were on a. It was very very small, kind of isolated fob, but we were on a fob. So, but between the work day, we worked every single day. We went on missions. You know, we we uh, as mechanics, we had a rotation where I wasn't on mission every day, but I was on mission. You know, two to four times a week, depending depending on the mission rotation. And so, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see, yeah, you see the layout, man. That was my final layout, basically. That picture's the final layout. And that's, 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 that was everything. That was everything that I had, like, laid out. And then I, and then I went with my girlfriend and we, we went down, like, line by line on the, uh, on my clothing record to see what I did, did have and didn't have. And then there's the final result. And that's, um, and just, and, and just, for for uh, purposes of uh, laughter, I guess uh, that's what that's what fifteen thousand dollars looks like to the United States Army. I'm 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 on the ho- I'm on the hook for fifteen thousand uh, dollars for all that gear. So basically, like I gotta make I gotta make sure that I have it. I gotta make sure it's clean. And I'm turning I'm turning it all in tomorrow. Turning it all in tomorrow. So thank God I won't have to worry about it after that. So so yeah. Woo, man! But but here we go, baby. I I gotta say though, look at the look at the organization. Like your can your canteens are all together. Your your helmets, you know your your bags. Like everything is is put together in a theme. That's yeah. That's what I wanted to. Yeah, that you said you asked for advice, and the advice is, even if you're kind of disorganized as a person, which I I kind of tend to be at times. Remember your training, and when you're getting ready to get out, stay organized. Like get get organized. You know, with what I, I was kind of down in the dumpster this week about about it because I was, you know, just beating myself up and, you know, I, I get stressed out sometimes with a lot of stuff and, you know, g- getting getting out of the arm. Oh God, Alex, that sucks, dude. Five hundred bucks for an IR patch. Yeah, he, I I just found like I just found like three of them yesterday. Five hundred dollars, dude. Yeah, that's said, ridiculous. Said, and They're to, not even worth that. Much. Yeah, and I feel his pain because he was like, I separated after deployment, and they were so anal about the dust on the gear. I fucking spent so much time cleaning yeah. my gear. I had to pay yeah five for the American flag IR patch. That and you want I you know I I never I obviously never got one because I you know there was no I have no uh, combat experience, but. I'll never forget. I remember um, I soaked my gear in the tub with a bunch of um, I can't remember like the stuff I used, 
but I, I, I yeah. left it in there for like a day or two, let all the soap come out. Next day, I they 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 still they still charge me for, for dirtiness. You know what? They, they'll find something to charge you about. But that's probably one of the most difficult things with CIF is that it has to be. And, and, and it depends by the person receiving it too. Sometimes, because sometimes you know they'll most of them for the most part that work at CIF are veterans and they get it. You know. I'm yeah. Not, well. And I was, I was, I was actually just getting ready to, so the, the, I talked to the lady at, at CIF at Fort Carson and she, she gave me some, a certain set of instructions. I am doing some laundry today, but I'm not doing nearly the amount of laundry you, you would probably think I'm doing. And then some of my gear, it's got like a little bit of wear and tear on it, but like, I don't freaking care. Like, I'm just going to turn, I'm going to turn it in tomorrow. If they kick it back, they kick it back. If not, I don't care because it's not. It's not worth the. Uh, it's not worth the time, and it's not worth the hassle. Like I've got my uh, my my IOTV, like my my body armor, right? The the outer shell of my body armor, not the plates, but just the outer shell. Yeah. It has literally four years, four years of dust and sweat and mud and blood caked onto it. So we're talking like a training cycle in 2015, a deployment in 2016, a training cycle in 2017, a second deployment in 2018. Four straight years of training and deployments. Here's the cool part. CIF at Fort Carson said, you don't have to clean the IOTVs. Thank fucking God. Fantastic. Thank fucking, thank fucking God, because I would be F-U-C-K fucked. That, 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 that thing ain't coming clean. There's no way. <laughs> There's no fucking way. You know, so I, I do have a few things I still have to do today before I pack everything and load it in my car. But it's not as much as you would think. And because... That's good. Uh, the really good, the really good part is that a lot of the gear that I have, it immediately because it's did that digital pattern, it immediately went into a bag and I never touched it. So oh, like a lot of that gear is did a lot of that we we didn't we, we stopped using digital pattern like right when I got to Fort Carson. That's right. So I didn't have to I didn't have to use any of it. So a lot of it went into the went into a bag, went into a closet or the or the storage shed, and it stayed it stayed fresh the whole time. All I had all I had to do was pull it out. So a lot of it really isn't dirty. So I have a I have a little bit of, of stuff to do today, but it's not nearly. As, I have to I have to disassemble my rucksacks, and I had to I had to cut off a couple patches yesterday. I'm making sure the canteens are all dried out today, and then after that, I'm pretty much done. That's really that's, like that's, that's it. That's, that's the, it. That's the closing like, chapter right there. That is, and 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 that's my advice is just to stay organized. Keep if you're in the military, keep your gear together. Don't keep half your gear in a storage shed and half your gear at the house because you use it. Keep it all together at all times, because yesterday when I pulled everything out, I pretty much had everything. And there was a couple things on my clothing record that they raised some question marks between me and my girlfriend when she was asking me about it. And I was like, "She's like, do you have blah blah blah?" And I was like, I, we, "You know, we'd look it up online, yeah, based on based on like the LIN or the NSN number." Yeah, because you can find like, the T, you can find the TMs and shit like that on Google easily if you don't know. Yeah, and uh, we will, um, we will. Um, uh, well, we were like, we were questioning. I was, I was like, what, what, why are they asking for that? Or like, there, there's a certain, um, uh, winter jacket and I have the winter jacket, but the NSN that they have on my clothing record is wrong. It doesn't match, oh. but, but it's, but it's, but it, but it's the same winter jacket. And I'm like, and I'm like, I have the winter jacket, but the NSN doesn't match. I'll take, I'll take that up with CIF. I'll be, you know, you go in there. If you go in there with a good attitude, nine times out of 10, they'll work with you. Yeah. If, if you go in there acting like a fucking prick. They're going to act like fucking pricks because usually the people that work at CIF, those are your former first sergeants, your former sergeants major, you know, former former majors, you know, majors, you know, officers. It's like they, they, they're know, not, they know what it needs to look like. 
absolutely not only do they know what it needs to look like, but they also know how the army works. Like you, like you said, yeah. and it's like if you go in there acting like a prick, you're going to get that right back. Yeah. If you go in there, if you go in there with a little bit of a smile on your face and a good attitude, they will work with you. Absolutely. They, they might need, they might need to kick a couple things back. Okay, kick it back. Just tell me tell me what you need to do. I'm not I'm not going to cry if they kick some shit back. Big fucking deal. Big fucking deal. So I got to take a couple things home. Oh man, what am I gonna? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta clear, I gotta clear post next month. What am I gonna do? What am I? Yeah, can shut the fuck up. I gotta, I, it, gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta stick with these new pads. I'm never gonna use anymore. <laughs> oh, dude, Jesus Christ! Dude. It's, it's like, come on, like you know, because when I when I was when I was getting ready to reclass, I was at Fort Leonard Wood, and I got ready to go down to Fort Benning to train to become an infantryman. I had to go to CIF three times before I cleared. But I didn't get I didn't get all salty about it. I knew I was probably going to have to go back, so I set up an appointment to turn in my my deployment gear, an appointment to turn in my regular gear, and I set up a third appointment to to bring back anything that got kicked back. And guess what? I cleared, I made it. You know what I mean? Like that was it. It wasn't. It's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like you go in there with a, a good attitude, they will work with you. They'll tell you, you know exactly what you need to do. So I'm going to take all this gear in tomorrow. Whether whatever they take, they take. If they kick something back, oh no, I'll fucking clean. <laughs> oh no, the the sky is falling, right? Like big fucking, don't be a fucking pussy. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be out of the I'm gonna be out of the army either way in October. So yeah, you still it, you still have time. Like I got plenty and, of time. And I mean, we talked about this not not even too long ago. Even if you got to go to the fucking pawn shop and get yourself a uh, something that one of these, oh, you know, soldiers. Speaking of which, <laughs> I found I found those coveralls. I did. Oh, I shit. did. I found them. That was, and that was the only thing I thought was missing. That was the only thing I thought oh, was missing. Oh, that's great. And I got them. So there you go. Like I don't. I don't, I. I legitimately don't think I'm missing anything. I think I have everything that they that they're going to ask me for. And that's so. good. Uh, Alex Lear says my CIF in Germany hated life, dude. Good attitude yeah. or not, they were they were as cold as my drill sergeants and basics. <laughs> oh man. I bet. There, there, and there are there are there are assholes like that. And you so, know, yes, that, and you know what? There's so many things in the army that could, that that would that would depress you. So many things that'll trigger you, but nothing is as aggravating and as nerve-wracking as CIF. You know, you get you, right. you, you get their butt fuck in the morning when everyone's doing PT. You know, and I, I'm, I'm I'm sure it's like this in all installations. When PT starts, you ain't fucking driving nowhere. You know, that, right. that that's the rule. You can't you, you, you can't you can't drive. You know, right. so you're stuck at CAF with all your shit. Depending where you are, it's probably negative two in the morning, or 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 seventy eight degrees. You know what I mean? So, it. it I remember. What did uh, what's Nikki? Nikki said, uh, "Guess what? What the one thing they didn't have on the list was? Fuck! What was it? Oh no, I can't. I don't remember. This is gonna be good. What is it? Yeah, what is it, Nikki? What is it, Nikki? What was the one thing? Because I think I think that, the, that, that oh, you oh, have. She was talking. She's talking. No, she's talking about the. Uh, she's talking about the uh, the uh, the jumpsuit. The um, the coveralls. Like cover, <laughs> coveralls. She, yeah, like they. It wasn't even on there. It wasn't even like it wasn't on the it, like coveralls were not on my clothing the, record. Period. The thing that you were like, worried about was not even on the list. That's right. The one thing I was worried about was not on there. Like I should I should have just given it to the fucking I should have left it in the trunk of the car that I sold the I sold to that mechanic and just let the mechanic now, have them right. Now, is there anything that was in there that was used minimally or not used at all? Oh, all kinds of stuff. That no anything, shit. 
anything that that's what I was saying. Anything that was digital, like the UCP camo, anything like I didn't use any of that stuff. I had already I had already deployed, and we were already wearing yeah. uh, OC, yeah. we were already wearing OCP pattern, right? Which is kind of a yeah, it's OCP. Yeah, I sensor. actually I actually yeah. wore I, my last uniform before I got out in 2016 was was uh, OCP. OCP. Yeah, yeah, and that's. So anything like so when I when I got to Carson in December of 2014, I got my clothing, I got my CIF issue. Everything in there that was UCP, I did not use. So like there's there's all kinds of stuff that didn't get like I said, it, it got put into a bag that's or a tote box, and it never got touched. So like that, and that's why I don't have a lot of laundry to do today. <laughs> I, I, I washed um, I washed my um, I washed part of my uh, my sleep system last night. I'm wa- I'm washing the second part of my sleep system today, and I think there's a couple of there might be uh, the 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 actual rucksack itself, not the not the with the frame and everything, but the rucksack. Yeah. I'm gonna wa- I'm probably gonna wash my rucksacks, you know, after after I disassemble after I disassemble the yeah, rucksack. You, yeah, you gotta take out the plastic the plastic parts and all that shit. Yeah, but yeah, I'll probably wash those. I, but I, like, lo- after- I love the rucksack. That's actually probably my favorite bag, the rucksack. Yeah. After after that, there's not much because I I really I really kind of came out of this pretty clean for the most part. I came out of this pretty clean. Like, and, and and like I said, I'm gonna turn it in tomorrow. What they take, they take. If they kick something back, whatever. I'll, I'll whatever. I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it when I get back from Kansas City. So that that I, I mean shit. I, I, that's a big moment too. That's a that's a huge moment in your in your army career for anybody. Whether you've been in for two years, whether you've been in for for twenty something years. Right. Sep, sep, separation is not as stressful, fulfilling. Right. But at the same time, it, it you know this is this is what this is most likely what what they wanted, and it make and it makes the the experience even better. And in, in my experience, you know, I you know I had a little bit of both. You know, some assholes in CIF. Some some guys were just like, oh. and 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 I was a cook, so I had I had a, a couple extra things like cook whites that we had to hand into CIF. And, right, you know, and the cook, and you know, the cook whites, they have to be like angel hair white, like you know, like right, like if there's right. if, if if some things that they were able to kind of look over, like the feet, you know, because we had to wear the black boots, and you right. know, if if you know if you were wearing pickle suits back in the day, you were shining up those black boots, and it's the same thing that yep. we had to do with the cook whites. They had to be polished, they had to be up to standard, according to six seven zero one, and that, you know that, and I, I actually still have my cook white boots. They actually, for some odd reason, it was not, it you know <laughs> they, they didn't take them back, but they took back my fucking fleece, which is the only thing that I wanted. Yeah, yeah, I got two. I got I got one from the UCP days, and I got one from the OCP days, and that they're both going back. They were they were they were, they were both they were both definitely on there. <laughs> you know, and, and and I always thought that the rule was if it touched your skin, you know. That's yeah. That's kind of a misnomer because yeah. like for. For regular day-to-day uniforms, yes, but for the like the the jackets, you know, most of the jackets you have to turn in, it's not necessarily true. You know, what I mean, I think about how many times I wore my my rain gear, my rain, my my like my my wet weather tops and bottoms in the field. Yeah. You know? Oh my god. And like that touches that touches your skin. Yeah. You know, personally, that touches your skin. You know, just by by virtue of whatever, and those are getting turned in. They have to get turned yeah. in. So it's like they, it would be it would be great if I could keep those. You know, for like. Hiking and camping and stuff like that, but now they're getting turned in. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? What was what was one of your f- favorite pieces of gears that that you're kind of like shit? I wish I didn't have to let this go. Uh 
aside from aside from the body armor, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, um, there's the thing. You know, you could call it a uh, a forward load carrier, a flick, or you could call it a, 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 the new the newer version is called taps. So like, here, give me. They're they're both sitting right there. So give me give me like okay, two cool, seconds. Cool, cool. In the in the UCP days, let me uh, let me get back on the right screen here oh, so I can like, see. Uh, is that the Molly? Yeah, basically. So this is yeah, this yeah. is the UCP. This is a forward load carrier from the UCP days. It's a, it's a it's basically a vest. You put on, you put on a vest, and you can attach stuff to it or whatever. We don't use the vest anymore. Now we have what's called taps because our IOTVs have the have Molly on them, and so the 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 taps is just it's just a magazine belt. Yeah. And so I used to have a, I used to have a radio holster. I used to have a radio holster or no, uh, yeah, radio holster right here. My, uh, first aid kit was right here. Okay. I had uh, ranger beads so I could count my, count my steps basically, like how far we're walking. Nice. Uh, I had ranger nice. be I had ranger beads right here, a couple of D rings, you know, and then you put your magazines on. You basically just put this over your head like this and then you, and you it's clip right. it in. There's, there's, there's clip, there's clips on the end. And over over the back of my head, and it sits, it sits basically just about like this, like a little bit below your sternum. And I know it seems like weird, because what practical use would I have for that in the in the civilian world? I really wouldn't. But it was my favorite piece of gear because once I had it set up, it was set up. Yeah, I I, I set it, I set it up for my deployment in 2016, and I never touched it again until yesterday. It was it, it literally remained exactly the same. Like I had my radio wow. pouch. I had my IFAC, I had my Ranger beads, and I could load. I could I could carry a combat load. So you could just put it right my, back my, on, and it would be good to go. I never. I literally never had to touch it again. Never had to touch that, it again. That was one of my favorite things, the because I. Oh, I, I did have to mention something because there's there's a couple pieces of gear that I have to do this to, which includes the taps. For all you uh, <clears throat> non-combat soldiers out there, when you guys walk around with your crap dangling all the time, it really pisses us off. This is what you do. With your straps, so you don't look like a freaking you, you don't look like a freaking uh, a, a circus boot, yep. like like looking like a boot with all the crap hanging off your uniform. <laughs> all right, with your gear, you take a piece of tape and you roll up the you roll up those little danglies and you and you electrical tape them like this. Okay, this is why this is why we make fun of support soldiers sometimes in the infantry. It's it takes about five minutes of your time, <laughs> and then when you put your gear on, you don't look like a freaking gypsy camp. All right, you don't look all eight. <laughs> You don't look all eight the fuck up, okay? Take five, take five fucking minutes, soldiers. Okay, make yourself look sharp. Make yourself look sharp. All right. You're supposed to look. You're supposed to look good in this shit. You're supposed to look good. All right. You don't. You don't look professional with your shit hanging all over the place. All right. Keep keep it high and tight. You know. Keep. You oh, know. dude. And and that's my favorite thing. You know, because like my favorite, other than the silks, which I still have my silks, my I, silks. I, yeah, I'm keeping all that stuff. Yeah, yes. my silks and my waffles. Believe it or not, I still religiously wear this to this day, and I actually got in, in trouble a few times for wearing them in basic training. But because it, I just comf I'm comfortable layered up, and I I still wear my waffles to this day. I love my waffles. They're they're great. They're probably the greatest thing that I've ever had. But other than the waffles, which I'm glad I still have, all all for all pieces, all, you know, my silks and my yeah. waffles. Yeah. Uh, my fa my favorite 
uh, equipment was the Molly vest. You know, it, it's customizable. You customize it to your liking, your your comfortability. Right. It, you know, you could put something in the inside of it, on the outside. You could put magazine pouches, grenade pouches. Like you had ra- radio pouches, first aid yep. kits. You know, right. uh, something. Some. You know, you could stick the little the little um, lights in there. The the glow sticks. You could stick them right yeah. in, right in between. The, yep. You know, it's there. There were great pieces of equipment. That I am. I. I, I, I maybe one day I'll have one for no reason, you know, just for no reason. One of these days, you know, just for no reason. But I mean, I, I believe it or not, I have actually seen people in civilian workforce using those pouches. There's actually mm-hmm. a gentleman um, that comes into my job who works for Pepsi, and he wears one, and he's got mm. he's got he the dudes. I would not be surprised if this guy is is probably a veteran, you know, because he's got zip ties, he's got zip ties, he's got tape on there, he's got a whole bunch of, like tools and stuff on there, like, it, you know. So, right. you know, if, if you can find a use for it, well, I I did find a couple of things. Uh, I was gifted I was gifted something on my last deployment. It was a um, uh, basically it's basically a weapons cleaning kit, but it came with like a Leatherman and totally. Totally forgot I had it, and it's got a. I got a brand new Leatherman in there. Um, it's a Gerber. It's a Gerber. It's not actually a Leatherman. It's a Gerber. That's an essential, but, um, unofficial item to have. Like it's. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You gotta 100%. have one. You gotta have one. I found. I found. I found a couple. I found a couple of weapons cleaning cleaning kits. Um, and this is stuff that I'm gonna be, that I'm keeping. Like it's not getting turned in. So I've got like a whole tote box of stuff uh, to go through that I have. I have plenty of stuff in there that basically like. You know, I, I get I get to keep basically, and it's from my from my time in. So, yeah, very so, very necessary. Now here comes the most important question of this all: <laughs> Leatherman or Gerber? Oh, uh, probably probably depends on your job. Like, I, and that's like okay. I yeah. always had, I always had a I always had a Gerber. Um, the one that I had on my first deployment broke. I actually broke it from overuse. I broke it. You broke uh, at your Fort- Gerber. I, I, it's like when, when you when you when you click when you click out the yeah. uh, when you click the thing, I was using it and I snapped one of the one of the two prongs. I, it, the, but I had used it so much on deployment. I'm not even surprised. But I, I literally snapped the prong off. Like it like it was overuse, and so over the and the army kind of issues you those things every once in a while. Yeah. So yeah. I always had a Gerber. You know, le- I'm I'm sure Leathermans are great. You know, but the army uses Gerber, and so yeah. like I've yeah. only. I've really only ever had a Gerber, so yeah, and it's funny too because Alex, you know who who we know is is Army veteran yeah. too, Gerber as yeah. well. You know we we just yeah. prefer the support Gerber. support support Blaze online, everybody support Blaze online. I actually told Alex, uh, I actually told a buddy of mine uh, who lives down in Texas about you guys yesterday, and Texas has some really weird uh, uh, marijuana laws right now. Um, there was a uh, baseball a baseball player. Uh, well, not a baseball, player, a basketball player uh, got arrested in Texas this week. Uh, he's an NBA basketball player for on a marijuana charge, and they still have these archaic fucking marijuana laws in Texas. And so I, I have a buddy who he was he was one of my former team leaders. He was a sergeant. He was he was one of my former team leaders. Um, he lives in Texas now because he he got out, and we had a long conversation yesterday on the phone. And I told him about Blaze Online. I was like, "Hey, it's it's fucking federally legal. You can order this shit, and they will ship it to you. So if you need something, because he was talking about how he uh, he tried cannabis, but it didn't really. He doesn't like how intense it gets. He he still gets weird on it. it. Gets like the paranoia and all that. 
I was like, hey, man, maybe try uh, maybe try Delta 8. You know, it's a little bit, it's not as intense, not as extreme, and it's fucking legal. You know, it's federally legal. So, you know, so I, I, pl- I plugged you yesterday, Alex. I plugged you, man. So, you know, if you get an order from Texas here soon, like, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. So, um, oh, what's up, Drew? Drew Davis, the menace. Yeah. You know, and, and it's cool seeing our former guest here in the chat. Yeah, it really is. It you really, know, really is. You know, I still got to say welcome home, Drew, because I know being being gone for that long really, really sucked, man. It's it's always good to see you, my dude. It's always good to see you. Always good to see you. Yeah, man. So um, before we shift over to, to some of uh, the year festivities, I, I got to – there was um, – I got to go into baseball real quick because um, – First, first Kansas City and the Yankees, who we'll, we we will be seeing on August ninth. Yes, had, we will. They had their home series here, and it was it was back and forth, and it was actually pretty good. And it was. It, it was very it, it was very interesting uh, time this week in baseball because um, we're getting into the home to the home uh, home run derby soon. Mm-hmm. People are hitting home runs off the bat now that they're not using sticky stuff. <laughs> Surprise! You know, <laughs> um, this guy Fernando Tatis Jr. hit three home runs before the fourth inning <laughs> the other day. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Um, Shohei, you know, Shohei Otani is still is still whopping dingers. He's uh, he's up to twenty five now. Vladimir Guerrero, who and this is and this is just after like so. This is kind of just proving your point with the the. The spider tack that they were using. Oh yeah, and on the, on the baseball. And here comes the greatest stat. Um, if I get the number wrong, my apologies. But Vladimir Guerrero, uh, Jr., has made the exact same home runs in the exact same amount of games that his father did. Wow. Yeah, um, that's a very. Right. It's a very beautiful achievement, and you know, it, it home run derby is going to be good this year. But the one thing I want to talk about: um, college baseball. North Carolina State got uh-huh. disqualified from the finals in the middle of their game for breaking the COVID nineteen protocol. Oh, really? Yeah. What did they do? Um, so the article is saying here on. On ESPN, during an improbable run to Omaha, Nebraska, the, and, and this is the College World Series, by the way, the North Carolina State baseball team inspired belief among Wolfpack supporters who've long waited for something for anything to celebrate for during a decades-long national championship drought. This uh-huh. year, like so many before, it ended in the biggest heartbreak, perhaps because it's the state did not lose on the field, but off of it. It lost to COVID-19, which at first left the Wolf pack depleted in the defeat on friday and based on ncaa protocol forced it out of the college world series a victory away from playing for a long coveted national championship they're not releasing any information of what happened and but but this you know if this, uh, if, if this happened in the MLB, we'd be like, okay, they'll be fine. They'll have they'll have another chance. But we're talking about college students losing an opportunity to probably the only time in their life they're going to have at this. Right. Um, and it, you know, I, man, the only thing I can really the only thing I can really say 
uh, about this is this is one of those things where in the, when you're when you when you join the military when you've been when you when you've been a veteran sometimes you just have to salute and execute you don't you are not always going to agree with the rules right that i'm talking about the metaphorical rules right if you're given a rule and it's easy to follow whether you agree with it or disagree with it just follow the fucking rules as lo- as long as nobody's getting hurt as long as nobody's getting you know as long as it's not endangering something or you're not waiting too long to make a decision just fucking do it it's not that hard and now like 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 you said john now there's a bunch of and there's probably i have to assume there's seniors on that baseball team oh, that yeah. just lost their, that just lost their chance at a national championship because somebody didn't follow the fucking rules and we we'll, and we will we'll either maybe or maybe not even see these guys in the mlb you know, because you know, Correct. this, you this know? could be their last. You know, if they, if they if they don't go, if they even if they try to go semi pro, if they get drafted, they could try to go semi pro. But there's no guarantee they're going to make it to the majors. They, they some of them might be playing their last baseball games. You know, moving forward, this could be it for them, and they just lost their chance at a national championship because somebody didn't follow the rules. Yep. And I'm not. Yeah. Don't, don't look at me as as the authoritarian here because I you want you know I'm the poster child of not yeah. following rules. Yeah. Right. Like. Don't don't get it twisted here, but there's a time and a place. Sometimes you got to just shut up and color. And when they have COVID nineteen protocols that we've had for since like fucking last year and the whole debacle of last year and coronavirus, it is still it is still going on, people. Yep. And if you're on a, a sports team, if you're part of a business, you know whatever whatever your thing is in life, if there are rules regarding this stuff, just follow them. It doesn't yep. matter what you your yep. personal beliefs are. Just follow the fucking rules. There was Nobody even, wants to see. You. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go there ahead. was even the incident um, that came out this week that an NBA basketball player threatened to pop the NBA bubble too. As far as what? Like, what do you mean? You know the the NBA bubble that all the NBA players were staying in. One right. of the NBA players threatened to pop it. And that would probably and he and that that NBA player would probably lose a lot of money. He'd yeah. probably get suspended, fined, whatever, like for doing that. You know, that's that's just one of those. Do you remember? You remember at the very, very beginning of the outbreak last year, there was an NBA player, as a joke, as a joke, came out during a press conference. This is before, like, you know, there was a lot of numbers in the United States, and he walked up to every microphone on the on the on the on the stage and touched every microphone. And the dude ended up testing That's positive. Right, like, I remember he was like him. Yeah, was like one of the big name people to test positive for yep. coronavirus. He was the poster. He was the poster boy because they were fucking shitting on him because of that. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, and it was, it started, and it's, and it started out very innocent. I'm not, I'm not blaming him or making a statement against that player. He was just making a joke, and I get, I get his humor. You know, like, oh yeah, everybody's scared. Everybody's scared. I'm here. I am touching the microphones. And then he and then he comes up positive a couple days later, and and I think that was where everybody kind of collectively shit their pants. It was like, oh yeah. fuck, this is real. You this know, is fucking real. not for nothing. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, it did take me that to kind of understand what was going on. You know, when 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 a virus is airborne, when a virus is airborne, that's what that's what scientists fear. Scientists fear airborne viruses because, especially when we don't have vaccines, you know the va- the vaccine that we have to this day, the vaccine that we have. Is still not FDA approved. It is it is FDA approved under emergency status. That's it, and that's why we have like that's why there's three different types. You have the Pfizer, the Moderna, and the Johnson yep. and Johnson. That's exactly why there's three of them and not just one FDA approved one. You know, like at the time we didn't have a vaccine, and scientists fear this shit because if if it was a more potent if it was a more potent and lethal virus, 
You know, like we've lost, like we've lost hundreds of thousands of people. We've lost millions worldwide, and this is not even the most potent airborne virus that's out there. You know, that's why people freak the fuck out when there's an, an, uh, an outbreak of uh, Ebola virus because Ebola virus is fucking deadly, deadly. You know, that's why they just they go into immediate lockdown. That's why there are protocols in place. Yeah. You know, that's that's why you got to listen to the fucking the people, the CDC, you know, when they tell you, like, you have to do X, Y and Z, just shut up and color X, Y and Z. Now, granted, there was a lot of stuff going on last year, a lot of misinformation. Yeah. A lot of a lot of a lot of good information that just wasn't followed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. And a lot of and, and a lot of misinterpreted information as well. That was that absolutely. was absolutely, and it, and it's and it's it's sad to me that we live in 2021 and it's even really that big of an argument. Yeah, because yeah. it's like I'm not a fucking scientist. I didn't spend fucking years in a lab fucking studying this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't give a fuck. You know, like that that's one area in life where I'll just I'll fucking salute and execute. And if it's a little bit of a fucking uh, if it's a little bit you know if it's a little bit shitty, I'll just make it'll be a little bit shitty for a while. So fucking what? I'll deal with it. But but then again, I've been in the fucking army for 11 and a half years. So yeah. how shitty is it, right? How shitty is it? You know, it's like, I don't give a fuck. How hard, you is, know? How, how hard is your life? <laughs> we we want to well, know. Well, my life's about to get a lot easier, brother. It's yeah, about to get yes, a lot easier. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and, you know, now that we're talking about it, we're it, 365, well, really, you know, you know, with how the years work, 364 days ago, we did our first our first episode. We yeah. didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We we winged it. We enjoyed it. We felt good about it, and and we're still Oop. here. We're still here. You know, um, ain't going anywhere. You know, with with now the the unpublished episodes. I, you know, if I had to estimate, we're probably over sixty episodes in, including our old after darks, which will be coming back. You know, yeah. um, our Good. our watch parties, which you know will be coming back. You know, you got to build the foundation first. Then we built foundation. Foundation was broken. We built the foundation again, and now we're starting to lay down the groundwork. And yeah, it's it's it, right. It's been it's been it's been such a it's been such a fucking ride. You know, it has been. It I, has been. I've I've learned so much about broadcasting and podcasting and then covering everything that we have covered just a vast amount of like subjects that that we've that we've broken ground with comic books movies sports um comic books you know comic book movies you know what you know we watched the mandalorian uh finale you know you know we oh man you know we, we We've had some amazing times together, and I think one yeah. of the coolest things about what we do is that probably a really interesting fact that people didn't know is that we didn't even really know each other. No, we didn't. You no, know, we didn't. We were um, still you, you, we were still strangers. Yeah, you and me. You and me met basically online um, during during coronavirus. We we had a we had a kind of a core group of people that were playing uh, Modern Warfare. And so we would, I mean, literally every day, because nobody was working, you know, it was like 10 a.m., crack, crack the first beer, and we were playing like hours a day, you know, in between, in between meals and taking care of kids and whatever else we had to do. But everybody was locked down. We were, on, we were online for freaking like hours. hours and hours a day, hours and hours a day. Fuck. And it was, and, and it, oh, God, dude. Like, and we, oh, God. 
Like I, I'm, oh Jesus Christ! I don't even want to think about how much time and money I spent on beer last year. Jesus, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, no, but we we had a good time and we kind of developed this 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 core group. And I know, I don't think it would be right if we did not acknowledge that there there's some people that aren't here right now. Um, with you know they're they're here but they're not forgotten, and you know I want to acknowledge them because they were they were here before. Um, and we, we, do, we do still love them. We do still care about them. So for those of you guys that have been with us for, for longer than the last like two or three months, um, understand that they're, they're not necessarily gone forever. Um, and we, we hope, we hope to see them again in the future. They're just taking time in their own lives, doing their own thing. And that's okay. And we still love them. And they, they've got, they've got seats on our table at our table. So, um, Absolutely. it's one of those, it's one of those things where, um, you know, light, light, life happens and, it's not necessarily good, bad, or, or ugly. It's just life happens sometimes. And so me and John have just continued carrying the torch. And that's not that's not a statement against anybody that's not with us anymore. That's just me and John are still here, and we are going to stay here. We're not going anywhere. And so, um, yeah, if you want to, I guess, you know, because we, uh, we also have people behind the scenes. Uh, our other admins, uh, Marie and Chance. We can't do it without Marie and Chance. We can't do it without the the group and the community of DD214 Gaming as a whole. We would not be here without all of you. So, I don't care. I don't care if we have two viewers or if we have two thousand million. Don't fucking care. You know what I mean? Like we do. We do. We're doing this for you as much as we're doing it for us. And we would not be able to do it without the support of the other people, especially the people behind the scenes. Uh, your your wife, your beautiful wife Francesca, my beautiful girlfriend Nikki. You know, we would not be able to do this shit. Our fucking friends, our fucking families, all the people that love us, you know, and all the people that that love each other as as a veteran, a veteran and veteran supporter supporting community, you know. So especially thank you for that. Go go ahead, John. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, no, 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 don't nothing to be sorry about. Uh, really cool, you know, really cool history too. Um, I actually was suggested the group from my best friend Joe. Uh, he may still be in the chat. He was in here before. I was Joe. say he, co he commented earlier. Oh, yeah. uh, Cordalis, Cordalis uh, liked our uh, liked our thing, so Cordalis stopped in for a minute too. My my brother, man, Geo, and and yeah, guys, be ready because new Urseus fragment music is coming out. You know, I don't know. Yeah. You know this that may that may be a little leak. I don't know if I was supposed to say it or not, but I know they're working on something. I know they're working on something. So stay tuned for that, man. Man, you know, a little history lesson. Um, yeah, so so Joe P, you know, he 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 said, "Hey, man, you gotta check out this group, uh, DD Two Fourteen Gaming," and like the name, you know, I remember saying to myself, "Like, damn, that's such a good marketable name. Like, like, wow, like that. That's great, you know." So I'm just like, okay, yeah, let me, you know, I'm gonna jump in, you know, see what's going on and. And the first thing that was, I think, the, the, the first thing that I noticed, and this even still stands today, th there has been minimal amounts of drama and negativity in our group the whole time that I've been in. Absolutely. You know, and, and any complaints that have gone by, any arguments... You know, I, don't, I, can't, I can't even say that there have been any arguments because everyone... Everyone gets along, you know. We, yeah, you know, we, we really do. You know, we, and that was one of the biggest things that I know. So I'm like, okay, this is a really great group. And then, you know, I, I, I think I assume around that time, 
an admin had left or there was like some issues or something like that. I don't know the full story, but I came in and I, you know, I saw the opportunity. I was like, well, shit, let me, let me give him, let, let me try it out. What's the worst that can happen? Maybe, maybe I can push a podcast on them because I was already uh, diving into the podcast world with my, with my old podcast, which was actually with Gio uh, Kobalis and with, with Joe P., uh, we worked on a thing called bong rips and video games, <laughs> you know, and coincidentally enough, our last episode was an E3 episode, I believe. Uh-huh. And, you know, we, you know, it, it, it was, you know, I, I already knew I wanted to do something in gaming. I, you know, it, it just felt right. And, you know, and obviously, yeah, you know, I, I, I like the cannabis, so. You know, so I thought it was it was the right thing, but you know, things happen. Life happens. Everyone's in the door. Everyone's busy. And then I got the email. Hey, come, you know, come join us. You know, let let's talk. And I spoke to you guys. And then I was in. And then I remember just shortly after that, I was like, hey, you know, I I'm getting myself. I'm learning how to do podcasts, and I'd be interested to turn to turn bring a podcast into this this umbrella. This and, was this was kind of like your idea and like your baby, basically, like. And like I have no problem like acknowledging that because I remember when I I remember vividly when that came up because we were we were just going it, we had been we had been locked down for two months and we were just going into where they were starting to let people go, go back, back to, to work. work yep yeah bar- like very barely like barely barely like and some some companies were still locked down other places were like you're going to work from home like my job at, at the in the army we were still working from home yeah you know but this was like right when we were starting to like a little bit go back to work. And and that was that was your idea. It was like let's let's start doing a fucking podcast, right? Yeah, and 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 I, and I remember the the reaction from every one of you guys were there. Everyone was like, "That's that's actually interesting," you know, you know. And and I remember the the original plan was supposed to was supposed to be just you and and our boy, mm-hmm. you know, our, and it was just supposed to be you two. And then somehow it turned, you know, it, it turned into more because my original plan was to stay out of the camera, and it just so happened that I, you know, stood on and 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 I'm still in front of it today, and it it I I found a new I found such a great piece every Sunday. Right, you know, how has it how has it been for you? Like, so you you kind of came in. Without really knowing anybody per se, but then what? What is the what has the experience been for you? So like, so first coming in and you know, first impressions. You know, they always say first impressions are the best impressions. But you know, <laughs> after meeting you guys, I think that 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 should change. You know, because the first impression that I got from you guys, like especially you, stern NCO. You know, because you know the <laughs> the first moment I saw you and I, you know, act, active duty NCO couple deployments infantry I was like okay this guy this guy's this guy's professional he's gonna be on the books but he's gonna be a fucking hard ass and you ended up being the one i fucking love the most you know and did you uh, did you did you have did you have uh, infantry drill sergeants in your uh, platoon uh when you were in basic um because they, they they have they have a stereo i they did have stereo, i did they have, they have a Infantry infantry drill sergeants have a stereotype not at Fort not at Fort Benning but at Fort Sill and Fort Jackson and Fort Leonard Wood. Infantry drill sergeants have a stereotype, but it's not the stereotype you would typically imagine for an infantry drill. The stereotype at those other three locations, not counting Fort Benning, is that not that they're more relaxed, 
they're typically more they're they're firm but fair basically. Yeah. But they also tend but they also tend to be the drill sergeants that will help you out the most. Yes. And, and that's where we and that's where like those. Okay, that's what I was wondering because I had I had two infantry drill sergeants because the first one had to switch out with another one. There was a problem in another platoon. So those two infantry drills switched places. That's interesting. About halfway through about halfway through my basic training cycle, but the first one to this day uh, will go down in history as like one of my favorite drill sergeants ever, you know, because he was, he was, he was the man, he was the man and he was, he was hard as fuck. So like day three, the first three that I've told the story before, but I'll tell it real quick yeah. again. The first three days of my basic training, this infantry drill would come up to me and he would say, did you shave this morning private? Now being in the military, now being in the military for 11 years, I should have known something was up when he asked me two days in a fucking row. Right. And I couldn't figure it out because I don't grow. I really don't grow. Yeah, a lot of yeah. I have a mustache. I've got a little bit of goatee and I got a, little, a shitty little soul patch right here. <laughs> none of what, none of those things connect, by the way, I have, I have so little oh, body. No. They don't even connect, but here's the, here's the, here's the thing. I was shaving every day. I shaved every, I shaved every day. All that crap was gone every day. Day three, private, did you shave today, this morning? Like Roger drill sergeant, I shaved. I'm like, I'm confused as fuck. This is the third day. He's like, he looks me dead in the eye, like leans in, looks me dead in the eye. He's like, go downstairs and get your razor and some hand sanitizer. I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. And so like, I ran, I ran downstairs to my, to my, to my, to my, uh, my bunk and my locker. He said, I grabbed fucking, I, I, I grabbed, I grabbed my razor. I grabbed the hand sanitizer. I go back up. And my whole platoon is in what we call the battle bay. This is on the third floor at uh, Fort yeah. at Fort Wood. Whole platoon is lined up, standing at attention, waiting for me to get back. This dude made me stand in front of formation and dry shave my whole face. And when I finished dry shaving my whole face, he said, "Put hand sanitizer in your in your hands. Spray that." And he's like, "He's like, rub your hands together." And he said, "Now put it on your face." Boop 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 boop. And yes, it burned. And this dude, what he says when I finished that, he's like, "Feels good, doesn't it?" Like. Roger drill sergeant, you know, like I wasn't going to give him any yeah, either, you know, yeah. and he, and so then he like leans in real close right here. Cause at this point I'm, I'm staring at like 30 or 40 of my yeah. battle brothers and sisters. This dude reads right here. He's like, when I tell you to shave, you shave your whole face. Now I tell that story for a reason. That was the infantry drill sergeant on the flip side of that coin though. That was the drill sergeant that taught us the most. That was the drill sergeant. You, you can, you can tell us. You can tell the drill sergeants that are there because they care about it and they want to be, they want to make better soldiers. And there's drill sergeants that are there because they fell on orders and they fucking hate their lives. He was one that cared and he was one that wanted to make better soldiers. So over the course I, of the I next see few, that. over the course of the next few weeks, he was he was teaching me to pay attention to detail. He was talking about all the fucking. I might not have a lot of hair on my face, but I have peach fuzz, right? Oh. He said, paying attention to detail. When you shave, you shave your whole face. That's attention to detail. He was teaching me like an army life lesson, basically. Okay, and and that particular lesson came with a little bit of pain, but sometimes that's how you learn. Yeah, that, that makes a and lot of so sense, man. Over the course of the next few weeks, before he got switched to a different platoon, he showed us a lot of stuff. He showed us how to how to set up our gear properly. You know, he showed us he showed some of the some of the younger privates that never shot a weapon. He showed them how to shoot. You know what I mean? He was a good drill sergeant. The guy he switched out with <clears throat> was the exact opposite. This was a stone cold killer fucking killer fucking infantryman who did not want to be there. He did not want to be there. And you could yeah. tell. He treat he treated everybody like fucking dog shit, which drill sergeants do that. Yeah, yeah. 
but there's there's a difference between treating them like dog shit and treating them like fucking dog shit. Like there, there, there is a vast difference. There is a vast difference. difference. You're supposed to be treated like dog shit, but you're not supposed to be treated like fucking dog shit. Yeah. You know you, what I mean? You're supposed to be broken into, not broken into pieces. Correct. That's exactly right. You know, you break them down so you can build them back up. He was just there breaking everybody the fuck down. And he fucking sucked. And the difference between the two was fucking astounding. And so, like, you know, I, I could see your your first impression of me being one way, but then as you get to know me, if yeah. you, if you, you get you get to know Jay versus what you what you yeah. what you and, what you see as Staff Sergeant Campbell, right? And it's so interesting <laughs> because I did have a drill sergeant, um, and he it was weird because you know obviously when you're in, when you're in boot camp, you think you're gonna have the same drill sergeants the whole fucking time. Sometimes right. sometimes it's not the case, and somewhere like maybe I want to say maybe our second or third week. Drill Sergeant Spears came, <laughs> and this guy right. was like, you know, pretty much like, like you. Everything that you, the personification of a full infantry grunt, you know, right? Hard on the outside, hard as fuck. That when we first met him, the my first interaction with him was, "Did you shave this morning, Private?" You know, and it, you know that's why I I laugh because. It's the attention to detail is outstanding with with those hard ass soldiers, you know, because they know every bit. They know every every little acre in your face. But I'll never forget. I thought this guy was such a piece of shit. I thought he was such a piece of shit because the first interaction with them was, all right, guys, get on the fucking ground, faces to the dirt, low crawl. If your face was not getting scratched up on the ground, you were not getting it done right. And that's correct. That's exact. That's how you're supposed to fucking low crawl. Yep. That's exactly right. You know, you have your, you have, you know, you're holding your weapon through the strap. You're, you're you know, you're using your, you know, the, your elbows and your uniform to pretty much grip the ground and drag yourself. And I remember right. thinking to myself, who is this piece of shit? Why the fuck? <laughs> like why? Like what? And he was yelling at us, man. He was just like faces on the fucking dirt you know and and then you know time went on he you know he would was always aggressive but this was also the drill sergeant who who tested another you know and and another soldier to see if he actually knew about class four or five weapons like he actually did you know and this you know if it wasn't for this drill sergeant i would have never known to properly open up the back of a of a machine a machine gun you know and you know as time went on he was probably the smart i don't want to say the smartest but one of the smarter ones because i i personally believe that my drill sergeant was the smartest drill sergeant because he was <laughs> you know fuck it if you if you want to call it bias it's bias but he he was so knowledgeable about everything, and plus his cadences were like fucking listening to soul music on XM radio. So, which actually XM radio, you guys should make a military channel with nothing but cadences. There you go. With, there with, you go. With Jay and John as your hosts. Yeah, and we're we're back now. It's uh, top of the hour, seventeen hundo. Flags going down. We're gonna get you going with your ride home. Here comes C-130 rolling down the street. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, that'd be a great fucking radio station. No, yeah, so yeah, you know, I, I, one of my favorite things that we've done on, on this show is, is speaking to our different variety of guests. 
you know, we had Mike J, developer of Postal, which yep. was probably we got to have him back because that was probably the one of the craziest interviews we have literally ever had. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. You know, we had a very interesting conversation about bidets. And, yeah, yeah. And dipping, uh, dipping cigars into cognac, you know. Yeah, you some know, of that cognac. That, and and I really, I, I personally, I really enjoyed that interview. Um, he was very, you know, he, he was very, he was very Mike informative. A, he was very Mike informative. Is, Mike, Mike is a, Mike is a great dude. He always has been. I'm talking going all the way back to when we were in elementary school together. Him and his brother, both his his younger brother, um, they are both tremendous dudes. You know, I haven't. I haven't been connected with them for a long, long time. You know, even even back when I was still in Tucson, you know, you, you get older and you get in your 20s and people live their lives, you know, so you kind of drift apart. But he's always been a fantastic dude. Like, obviously, he's a, he's a friend of mine and from, from childhood and, we you know, we keep up with each other on Facebook. And he the dude is living the life. Like, he's a great dude. You know, he's got a beautiful, he's got a beautiful wife, you know, just having, he's having fun. He's living. You know, and and I commend him for that. He's just a great, great person. You know what I mean? Just a great fun person. You know, yeah, it, it was so cool. You know, especially he. You know, I I when I had asked him about John St. John being you know, the, you know the voice of Dude Nukem coming into Postal, I was you know I expected a little you know oh I can't talk about that you know because I know that there's just some things that you know you just can't talk about. You know, and right. he was he was more he was more than willing to give us you know the history, the information, and that Ooh. you know that was such a cool episode. We had the another episode, our first episode, our first guest, Drew Davis. Um, yeah, and, you know, he gave us a lot of from Af- from Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, he he was with us live live from Afghanistan, and you know he showed us that crazy video, um, you know, with the you know with the attack that was going on that that he witnessed. Um, great insight on contracting especially for those who right. want to get out there who are looking into something like that who want to make really good money you know um and and you know if you guys are following the menace if you're not what are you doing right you know what yeah. do you, what are you support doing each support each other we got we, we got people we got people I, I i keep seeing more and more streams popping up every day and it makes me happy it makes me happy because i, I want us as a community to support each other's you know uh uh, Nichelle, one of one of our core group yes, gamers yes. from from the call from the Call of Duty Duty days. Uh, Nichelle was getting ready to go live uh, one night. This is like about two weeks ago, maybe. I was like, you know what, screw it. So like, I popped in and she was playing Goldeneye on the N sixty four. You know, so I just sat in that, there and yep, watched. There you go. I just sat in there and watched her play Goldeneye for about half an hour. You know, and it was like that's cool. Just just to give her some support. You know what I mean? Like, what what is wrong with you know? If you're if you're laying in bed and just fucking around on your phone. You can still fuck around on your phone while your while your computer is telling another computer that you're watching and you're giving somebody some support. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what? And, and it's what all it takes. That? That's all it takes. That's you know, and and leave, it, leave shit on in the background and just give some support. You know it, what I mean? And it's really cool because like when I go on the YouTube or the Facebook or even the Anchor Analytics, I, I see where all you guys are and how long you guys are listening. And you know, even if you're in there for the three seconds. You're still up right. there, and and that little split second is a number up, you that's know. Right. And just even right. just even clicking it, you know, to me, you know that that that's support, you know, just going in and you know, oh okay, well you saw our faces, you see our faces now, you know. What, actually, what was actually really interesting. Now I know how like YouTube works 
with like ad, um, you know their algorithm if you know you li- watch it suggests things that you that you like you know um, and my son came up to me the other day he ran into the room and he was like daddy you're on the TV I'm like what do you mean because he, he's on YouTube he loves YouTube and he's just like look you're, you're right there and our podcast was right there on the corner of the, of the suggested watch list you know for for his videos I was just like that's that's pretty cool you know um, yep. one of, you know our, we had a, another we you know our other guests we had Geo from Cobal you know Geo from Cobalis it's Cobalis from Ursius Fragment Gave, right you know he right. he you know we actually <laughs> we actually premiered his song before the episode uh called Rephobicon. yep fantastic fucking crazy Absolutely. song you know and, you know he gave us some great insight on how, on how they on what their processes on working on the record his stance on single player gaming which you know oh yeah like that's one that's one that you know i i don't totally disagree with either because like i'm i'm a big i'm a big single 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 person gamer you know what i mean like single player campaigns like that's kind of my forte you know what i mean like i like i like online i like multiplayer but it takes a very certain type of game to get me into multiplayer gaming. Not unlike Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare was a great game last year, especially during yeah, Corona. Yeah. But tip- but typically I play single player campaign games because that's just what I do and that's kind of how I I am, I guess. And his 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 whole stance and and philosophy on single single player gaming was, you know, is very, you know, you can tell how intelligent this dude is. He's like really thought it out. Yeah, like, yeah. To 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 just to justify his position to, to kind of like play alone, basically, you know what I mean? Like, which he has, you don't need to justify anything. If you, you're more comfortable playing by yourself, play by yourself. But yeah, you could tell he really thought it out. He really, really thought it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then the funny thing, the funny thing about Geo is that he is such a good multiplayer gamer that, that he, you know, I, I introduced him to Ghost Recon Breakpoint and he beat it in three days. He beat the oh, whole, he beat the whole game in three days. And he's not a person who plays military games, you know. He plays, right. you know. He's, you know, he's into like, you know, Bethesda games, RPGs. you know, RPGs mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, really, yep. really, really good and rich cinematic games. And right. to see him beat Ghost Recon <laughs> in you, three days, you know, but beat the game before <laughs> I did, you know, it, 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 it goes to show you, like, damn, you know, he. He, he this, this guy he, he's he's literally he literally is a gaming philosopher you know and, right. then, and then we had uh, uh sergeant Bodet. yeah we had uh staff sergeant Bodet. that was my, my, another another friend of mine yeah, which, um, which that's gonna we're gonna need a part two for that one i think we i think we are because yeah chris chris is a very he's a very special person like he's yeah because they're very, a, very I, need, near, I need to know he's, he's coming home in august so I, i'm looking forward to I got it. Yeah, like we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 got we got to get them on for a part two because we need to hear more of, more stories of the four horsemen. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah, careful what you wish for, there, brother. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, you know what? That's fine. You know, long lessons, but but yeah, man, it's been. You know, some some people will think it was a long year, but I think. No, don't, don't. Well, let's not forget you're you're leaving one you're leaving one one little group out, and that's Blaze Online. Like Alex, Alex and um, Alex and um, oh God, Johnny, um, and Johnny. Thank you, Alex and John. Um, 
they, you know, that was a great episode. Very, again, very informative talking that, about, I, I, you know, I, go I, ahead. Yeah, I never, I, there were some things that I never even knew about, especially like learning about the Farm Act. Yeah, well, and yeah, and, and the, the fact, the fact that, the fact that, you know, Delta 8 is federally legal, whereas Delta 9, i.e. your traditional cannabis slash marijuana, is still federally illegal, right? So all the states that have legalized federally marijuana is still legal but delta 8 which is derived from you know the hemp plant is federally legal you know like that is that is something there's something to be said for that and the fact that they jumped on this and are making it making a business out of it and you know all that it says a lot about those two those two gentlemen and you know how they're kind of jumping in the deep end you know head first and just saying screw it we're gonna we're gonna do this and we'll we'll let the chips fall, and we'll we'll and we'll just keep going. And I love I love that kind of uh, that kind of fortitude, and you know the intestinal fortitude, the bravery that it takes to just go with something like that and just and and run with it, because I think I think they're going to be kind of like the pioneers uh, in their in their region of the country, and they're already they're already pioneer, they're already pioneers of Delta Eight, you know, which is amazing. And we had we had them on our podcast, like. We get we get to say we get to say we were we get to say we were like ahead of the curve, you know we 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 get to say we were ahead of the curve by you know enlightening enlightening the masses on some of the differences between delta eight and delta nine and some of the, some of the uh, the uh, the help it, it can help with uh, you know some of the stuff the, some of their products it's not just it's not just to get a buzz you know a lot of it's medicinal you know to help out with like aching joints and uh, they have salves and uh, tinctures and stuff that will help with issues that you might be having uh with 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 your with your health you know like it's good that's it's awesome it's awesome you know what i mean it's it's man man the one thing that's been a year yeah (laughs) yeah, but then the one thing that i really loved about that interview is other than the fact that this is one of my you know one of my best friends and one of my oldest friends growing up he you know he, he an outstanding soldier one of the smartest men i know and always Alex is always, always pushing through. He, he, he is a phenomenal artist. He's actually put some of his art on, on, in the group. Um, and he also actually runs an art page of his own work, Grimshaw, Grimshaw Creations. You know, he, he, he always has a new idea. And the, and it, the, the train never stops for him. And it's, it's, it was, you know, seeing him in the, in the stage that he is now in his life, to see him doing this, it's... it's truly it's it's amazing especially for someone who is constantly overcoming the odds you know because you can well and 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 like we said at the very beginning of the podcast this is what happens when you want to see your brothers and sisters succeed yeah we're not we're not we're not you know i want to see everybody in the dd214 gaming community i want to see them succeed that's why we allow people to share their streams i want people to share their artwork i want people to uh plug their businesses you know what I mean? It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be 16 posts a day, like 15. You know, every 15 minutes. But there's nothing wrong with putting something up. You know, once a day. You know, you 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 write up a new piece of art. You know, you open up your own business. You know, you're part of the veter- You're part of the veteran community. Like we're gonna we're gonna support you. We are going to support you. Like I I want to see people succeed. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to see. I don't want to see my brothers and sisters. And not being able to pull themselves out of whatever whatever valley they're in, Absolutely. we're going to help. We're going to help you walk through the valley, 
my, my my rucksack is not full. I still got room for weight. I can help you carry some of that bullshit. And I'll get you I'll get you back up that motherfucking mountain. That's my goddamn job is to get you back up that fucking mountain. Oh. Like <laughs> And we're gonna do and, and motherfuckers, we're gonna do it together. Nobody's fucking alone here. We're gonna do it fucking together. All right, we're gonna conquer this motherfucker. We're taking no goddamn prisoners. We don't fucking surrender. All right, that's not a fucking option. We will fucking die on this hill together if that's what it takes. So there you go. Yeah, and and Jay, we are so over our time. That's but, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I we're having a good time, and yeah. I, I didn't want to. Don't worry about the. No, uh, the other I, stuff I just I just I just you know, I want to thank you, man. I want to thank you because. For what? <laughs> you gave you gave me an opportunity to have the you know there there wasn't you know obviously there wasn't a lot of complete freedom you know and this and this is saying for all of us who are hierarchies in this there wasn't a lot of freedom for us to do what we are doing now and in you know it's gotten much easier especially with all the the black clouds that pass by it's gotten much easier and it's gotten much more positive and i have to thank you because my mental health this has helped my mental health a lot you know two i i i've met the brother for life oh yeah you know absolutely you know because trust me if i i think it's pretty obvious you know going across the country with my family to, to enjoy a good fucking time with my brother. This is, this is you know, this is a whole... It, if you think about it, it's literally... Ex, you know, I don't want to say it's exactly a year, but we're meeting in, in August. You know, this is like yeah. a one-year celebration of all the work that not just me and you, but Chance and Marie have done. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. We, you know, we have put, you know... And it, it goes to show the group... Our, our our people, the warriors, they've made it easier for us because they they're here with us, you know. Right. You know, and and I I have to thank literally. You got. I have to thank you. You you mostly, because you've been right next to me the whole time. You know you've right. you you've literally been been right by my side this this whole ride, and you know we're we're still here, and like you said, we're carrying the torch. You know, we didn't have to pass it down. No one tried to take it from us. And by God, if anyone if anyone tried, you know, they'd get, you know. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. They're going to have a really hard fucking time. Well, it, 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 I think it goes, it goes without saying that we're, we're, we're in this together and we're, we're a community and, and we're this this is this is a bit this is bigger than one or two people we might be kind of the uh, the quote-unquote faces of it but that it, this is not just this is not just a john and jay thing it is so fucking bigger than that um and and time times change and things change dd do 14 gaming is bigger than is bigger than two people and it's more important than two people it's it's the it's the it's about the community it's about veterans and and family members and friends of veterans and and veteran supporters coming together to do great things, you know, in, in life, you know, inside or outside of the military or both. It doesn't matter. We have, we have active duty service members. We have service members that just got out. We have family and friends of service members. Okay. I'm getting ready to get out. I'm, I'm turning in my fucking gear tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like we're, we, we do that. We do this together. It wouldn't be worth, it wouldn't be worth doing this if we weren't doing it together. If it was just the John and Jay show, 
Boring. Oh my god. Boring. You know. Oh my god. Fuck that show, dude! Like I don't, I don't want to watch that show. And uh, I, would, I would, I would watch that. I, I, I mean, I, 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 I would watch it. It would, it would be good. But, but, you know, it, it probably, it probably be canceled off the airwaves. It, you know, <laughs> saying man, like, like we, we get the support we get because it's a community, not because, not because of two people. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I thank you, and I, I tell you what, brother, I can't wait till August. We get to meet in person. We get to oh, hang man. out. You know, we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be great. I get to show you I get to show you my birthplace. You know, we'll eat some good food, you know, we'll barbecue. We'll, we'll, Bar- we're we're yeah, ready, we'll go, we're ready we'll for go. the barbecue, right, baby? Uh dude, just yeah, dude, just wait. Just freaking wait, dude. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be and we're and we get to go we get to go catch a game at the ballpark. Yeah. You know, hey, like, and you know what? It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot and heavy. It's you know, we're getting closer is. to the playoffs, so Oh yeah, and if you know and <laughs> I think the Royal I think the Royals are kind of already unofficially done for the year, but I think the Yankees still have a chance. So so it's gonna be that's gonna be a, a big series. A big series for the Yankees, probably more than the Royals. The Royals the Royals like started hot and the by as soon as soon as May hit, as soon as May hit, they they nosedived and they really haven't come out like they kinda leveled off a little bit, like but they're basically playing like win one, lose one. Ain't, ain't, nobody, not, ain't nobody cheating yeah, no, no more. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, you can't you can't win baseball games, or you can't go to the playoffs if you win one, lose one. That's not how baseball works. So, so uh, Alex, I'm in uh, currently I'm in Colorado right now, but I'm going to be moving to Kansas City later this year. And me and John, me and John are going to be meeting in Kansas City for I guess the uh, the tail end of our summer vacations. Yeah, um, is, at is the it, beginning it, of all- isn't it interesting how how it's just the perfect time? All the kids are right before right before right going before- to school. You know that we're get, we're going into the fall season. The new year's about to come. Coronavirus is finally leveling off to where we can actually do that shit together, and we don't have to worry about it as much. You know what I mean? Like, so we we actually have the opportunity now to to meet in person and actually do some, you know, and hang out and and just enjoy enjoy and do, and do a show, do a show together. We can do we can do a co-located show together for like the first time. Yeah. you might. You might have to bring some of your equipment, dude. Oh, it's, uh, a, it's, just... a, it's already been talked about. <laughs> it's okay. already been talked about. <laughs> you know, Good. but um, you know, we we we, you know, we are getting in in our time and um, shit, man. You know, one year, one year. Um, and you know, before before we get into the final thought, next week, you know, starts. The new year for DD two fourteen gaming, and guess what next Sunday is? Next Sunday, that would be the it's the Fourth of July. Yes, it next is. Next Sunday is the fucking Fourth of July. Holy shit! You know, perfect. And, and, and it's perfect. funny. And it's funny how I said in the message to you last night. It's very interesting how all these holidays this past year really lined up for a lot yep. of our shows. You know. At least we know Mother's Day and Father's Day will always be our Sunday, so. Do you want to know how bad coronavirus fucks shit up, dude? If you go back on the calendar of 2020, like, every major holiday was either on a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday. Cinco de Mayo was on Taco Tuesday. That's right. right. Cinco de Mayo was on Taco Tuesday. And fuck it, like, 2020 was supposed to be, like, the year of holidays because they were all. On weekends. On weekends or on, like, the day of the week they probably should be, i.e., like, Cinco de Mayo being on Taco Tuesday, right? And this year we finally get to celebrate holidays and, you know, uh, Sunday, proverbially speaking, Sunday being, you know, in our country, the, the more, I guess, holy day of the week, the 4th of July for us <laughs> veterans, 
is on the fucking is on the holy day of the week. So this is our church, DD two fourteen gaming. Our church is the podcast, right? So this is where we go to church every week. And so next Sunday, Fourth of July, baby, you know we get to celebrate. Uh, what's it? Two hundred and forty five years of American history uh, next Sunday on our podcast on the Fourth of July. So hell fucking yeah, hell fucking yeah. And America's open, baby. So America's back, baby. You know, and, Ameri- w- and what a better time. But you know, this wouldn't be. A DD214 gaming podcast episode if we didn't obviously always talk about what we have been talking about every single week for the past year. Every single week we talk about this. 22 a day. Promoting better lives for each other and for those around you. Being there for each other. Picking up the phone. Answering a text message. We would not be doing our job if we didn't if we didn't promote this if we didn't talk about it because it is real it is very real the suicide prevention lifeline is 1-800-273-TALK 1-800-273-8255 every single day we are losing somebody different reasons different actions different emotions sometimes we will never know the true answer but the only thing that we can do is be there even if they're not expecting it maybe maybe come by knock on the door be like hey you want a cup of coffee do you need anything give them a phone call hey do you you watching it are you are you playing anything today you know we, 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 we're all we have. Yep. We are we do, all we, we have. But we, we do it together. And uh, I think a lot of, I think a lot of the problems for people start when they start thinking that they're alone and you got to get it out of your heads that you're alone. You are not alone. Stop being proud. Don't be too proud to reach out for help. Um, you know, it's not necessarily a suicide thing, but me and me and my girlfriend have had a couple of long talks last couple of weeks couple weeks about our our mental health and how how we are interacting with each other um i get i think you guys might have noticed last couple weeks i've been drinking rippets and stuff instead of uh instead of beer and alcohol you know there, there's a reason for that i don't like i don't like getting too personal on on the podcast you know about stuff like that but there's a reason for that there's a reason i'm not drinking on the podcast right now and and it's okay uh i, it's, I like having it's been clear, showing like, it's been showing yeah. the whole the the evolution of the show too yeah, and I and 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 you know, and I know, I know, you know, not to get personal with you, I know, John, you you're kind of on a drinking hiatus yourself, and like I get it, because alcohol is just one of those drugs that it, it it's a lot of fun, and you can have fun on it, and it's it makes it easier to socialize for people that are a little bit more introverted, but it but the dark the dark side of that drug often rears its ugly head at 3 a.m. when people start making bad decisions that they can't take back. You know what I mean? And that's you know I want to encourage people, you know. Especially if you're having uh, issues with with uh, alcohol dependency or abuse, um, either either get help or you know sweat it out for a couple days and you know give yourself like a month break, give yourself a, a six month break, give yourself a year break, whatever you need. Um, I've said many times like I got sober for about three and a half years in my mid twenties. So typically when most people are partying their asses off, I was sober for three and a half years. Um, the army, unfortunately, I'm not. I can't blame the army for my own personal decisions, but the army kind of teaches you how to be a really, really good functioning alcoholic. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And you get you get really really good at drinking a lot, and then waking up at freaking four thirty in the morning the next day and just doing it all again. And it's not it's not healthy. And when you get out and you don't have the army is like that 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 thing that forces you to get out of bed the next morning, it gets really depressing. And I don't want to be I don't want to be depressed about getting up in the morning when I get out of the army in October. You know, I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to being a dad. I'm looking forward to taking my kids to school, picking them up from school. Having the t- having the time in my life to be able to fucking do that period, because being in the army, I never had that time. I was always it was always somebody else. You know, I'm depending on somebody else to help me out with that because my job needs me to salute the flag at 6:30 in the morning, which means I have to freaking get up at like 4 4:30 to start driving to get there in the first place. You know, like so I was for many many years I haven't really been there for my kids. I'm looking forward to being there for my kids now, and that's something that gets me out of bed. You know, find a reason to get out of bed. Find a reason. Find something that makes you happy. Get back into that hobby you always had, you know, when you're younger. Get back into your hobbies. You know, start reading again. Start writing again. Start drawing again. You know, start playing more video games. Do stuff that makes you happy. Get mentally, get mentally, get mentally and physically and spiritually fit, guys. We need you here. We need all of you here. We need this community, and we're gonna fucking do it together. God damn it, we're gonna do it fucking together. Not. not it's fucking e pluribus unum, man. It's on your fucking coinage. Look in, the, look in your pocket. Look at your dollar bills. E pluribus, e pluribus unum. From many, one. Right? We can't do it. We can't do it if there's even a single person missing. One broken link breaks the whole chain. So don't fucking do that, please. Yes, sir. And on that night, on that note, guys, thank you for literally everything that you guys have done for us. We we literally couldn't have done this without you. Your, your support, your motivation, your, your words, your encouragement, your suggestions, um, the very minuscule dislikes that we do have. <laughs> very minuscule. But we're Con- here. Constru- constructive criticism is not a bad thing. No, Constructive never. criticism is not a bad thing. But if you're if you're just if you're just gonna criticize us, we're just gonna say fuck you too. Yeah. Right. So if you don't if you don't if you don't like us, don't watch. But if you have something constructive, give us a solution. What can we what can we do better? Absolutely. Means, give us give us that AR. Give it give us that after action review and give us the constructive criticism. Let us know what we can do better. We will happily happily take that criticism and run with it. Absolutely. Who ah uh, and ladies and gentlemen. See you next week for Independence Day. It's going to be a special one. Thank you. Absolutely. We love you. Stay safe. Be good, everybody.